Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor with more than 35 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings. You'll learn to advance your mortgage practice quickly and efficiently. Also, be sure to check out Jen's book, Launch, How to Take Your Business to New Heights. Available on Amazon. For a signed copy, contact Jen at jenduplessis.com. Now, here is Certified Mortgage Planner and CEO of Kinetic Spark Consulting, Jen Duplessis. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Today on the show, I have a very special guest by the name of Greg Fowler. He is a regional sales manager with Stuart Title in Colorado Springs, Colorado, which is where I'm from originally. Um, so that's kind of cool. But I found Greg uh, on Instagram. He and I don't search for anybody on Instagram. He just kept popping up, and I said, "Gosh, you know, he's doing a lot of really cool things. I need to reach out to him and see if he'd be interested in in um, you know being on the podcast." And so we connected, and here he is. And uh, so welcome to the show, Greg. All right. Well, thanks, Jen. I really appreciate the opportunity. I'm absolutely honored to uh, be a guest on your show. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, let me just kind of tell a little brief um, synopsis about you, and then you can tell a, a brief synopsis about yourself as well. But, you know, okay, so you're listening, and you're going, ah, title guy, right? Mm, don't hang up. Don't stop. Here we go, because <laughs> one of the things that Greg does is he is a guru when it comes to um, all things digital and I'm going to call it digital rather than social media because we all kind of get you know tired of the whole social you know ah, social media class but some of the things that you're going to talk about today and there's there's three specific things that you're going to talk about today um, are game changers for loan officers and realtors and, and small business owners that are listening but more importantly for the loan officers it's an opportunity for them to learn and and gain these skills on their own and then transfer those over to their partners so that they can get um, you know add value right would be the best thing so one of the things that you help do is help people grow their businesses by leveraging the most cutting edge technology and digital marketing solutions from around the world um, you're one of the foremost experts on real estate technology um, and it's kind of an interesting segue into uh, how how is it you're entitled when you do all this technology? It's kind of you know interesting to see. So I can't wait for you to tell us a, a little bit about yourself and how you got into this particular realm before we start uh, talking about the three items that we want to um, share with everyone. Sure. So I, I mean, and thanks for the intro, and, and again, thanks for the opportunity, Jen. You have a uh, an amazing show and uh, a lot of great listeners on there. So I'm uh, honored again to be uh, a part of this. So. I guess a little bit about me. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting topic. People like when they get to know me, they say, so you're in title insurance. So I don't quite understand. So I have to break it down for everybody. Uh, when I first got into the business, it was really interesting because there wasn't a lot of value added from a sales standpoint. Uh, it was my opinion when I got in years and years ago. So I looked at it from day one saying, if these producers, whether you're a realtor, a lender, builder, developer, residential or commercial, if you guys are not producing transactions, there's not a whole lot of need for title insurance. So from day one, I thought, all right, every single person I sit down with, I need to make sure that they are really, truly growing their business, uh, that they're producing more transactions and revenue, because the more that they produce, the more business they can send my way. So it's, it's been like that since day one is a mutually reciprocal uh, relationship. And so that's kind of why title and everything that's going on in there. It's a vessel for me to interact and engage with the top producers uh, nationally and internationally when it comes to real estate from all walks of life and having a useful uh, ad, really truly building business and growth. It's all growth and value for me and my partners. Uh, but I've been in sales my whole life. I was that little kid with a backward Seattle Mariners cap knocking on doors selling candy bars. So for me, I, I understand people, interaction, engagement. That is my passion. It's getting to know the story, the struggle, the why. Uh, the success and the failure. Uh, so that really gets me out of bed in the morning and motivated. Nothing against title insurance, but it, that's not what fires my rockets. 
Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's really right. It is. It, it's it's the vessels, what I call it. And and don't get me wrong, I enjoy it. It's wonderful, but it's the people. It's the growth with marketing and technology. Um, I've been eat, sleeping, and breathing technology for well over a decade. So when it comes down to it, I'm really glad that you kind of spun it and not just talking about social media. There's so much out there uh, with search engine optimization and content driving, video application, you know, utilizing social media. It all, it's a big mix. But at the end of the day, you know, using the right tools the right way makes a huge impact in your marketplace, for your business, but also for your partners. So I don't know it all. I don't pretend to know it all. I travel the United States. Um, I'm going to multiple conferences, learning from the top minds in our business. Uh, and what I do is I data mine. What happens in Manhattan and Malibu doesn't necessarily work in Colorado and in Colorado Springs. So I have to, you know, pull this information from way smarter people, bring it down, do the research. And then when I finalize the information, what's really relevant, what the movers and shakers are doing right now to grow and develop their business. Now, I know the majority of your audience here happens to be on the lending side. And um, so when I speak with my lenders, not only am I helping them grow their business themselves, getting max amount of exposure, getting in front of the right people, whether the consumers or professionals, uh, but then also teaching them how to share that information of growth and business development with their top producing realtors, um, you know, that are out there in the community. So that's kind of the, the general gist of who I am and what I do and why I love what I do. Um, so yeah, just wanted that's to break awesome. that down. So, so let's just start with this. Let's start with what drives you crazy that loan officers and realtors are doing or not doing in social media. Can you, can you maybe pinpoint one or two things that, you know, if you, if you could say to somebody, if you only knew that that's hurting you, I would tell you to stop it. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I have conversations uh, about this almost every day. And uh, right now, and markets change, trends change, but right now it's video. So either you're doing it and you're not really doing it to the highest level or you're not doing it at all for whatever reason. Uh, so I think that that would be the one thing that drives me nuts about every professional. Um, there are a few people that are doing it very, very well, and they're making huge impact in the communities. They're generating large amounts of uh, attraction and revenue at the end of the day. Uh, but there's so many professionals that are jumping in, they're a little apprehensive, and they're doing it terribly wrong. I, I don't want to be rude, but that's just a fact, um, you know, when it comes down to it. So the intentions are there, but uh, it's just the execution's not always on point. So, well, good. Uh, and when we have you on the call because you're going to tell us what to do right. I'll, I'll try. I'll do the best I can. It's, it's based off of, you know, yeah, yeah. thousands of I know. Oh, well, I know. And we have a lot of things to talk about. Okay. So, so there's three For basic sure. things that you do talk about. And so let's just kind of highlight those right now and then we can go into a little more detail. So now if you're listening in, okay. this is not something that you're going to be able to do while you're working out or riding your bike or driving to work because you're going to need to take very copious notes or listen through the first time and then listen through a second time and take notes so that you have clarity around the technical side of this. We're going to try to keep it as light as possible. Um, but it involves three specific things. One is called geofencing, the other is dynamic ads, and the other is uh, videos, and specifically Facebook Live, not just videos, but Facebook Live. So let's go ahead and dig into what you're doing um, and what you think people should be doing to really attract um, the types of clients that they, um, they are looking for. Okay, and, that, and that's perfect. Yeah, that's a great lead-in, Jen. So I... Uh... The three topics that you just mentioned, I was literally in Orange County last week and I gave a, uh, a speech to some top sales professionals in our field um, and really how to use these three topics to their advantage. I, I want to throw a disclaimer out there for all your listeners that at the end of the day, I, I realize that every city uh, and or state across the United States has different rules and regulations you have to abide by. So. By, by all means, definitely take this with a grain of salt. Uh, use what you can use to grow your own book of business. But also, if you can't, uh, you can be that go-to person, that idea person, where if you can't use it for yourself, you can bring it to your top producing partners, share that idea, and help them grow their business, and turn everybody wins. So I just want to throw that out there right off the bat. Yeah. Anybody out there who's listening, oh, I can't do that in my market. I can't do that in my market. So it's different. I get it. Um, okay. But the first That's one good. that you mentioned is, uh, is geofencing. So right. geofencing really is a game changer. Uh, a lot of people think, oh, yeah, I've heard of geo-targeting. 
not the same thing. If you look up the definition of geofencing, you'll see that they are different. But here's a, a, a general breakdown of what it is. So imagine if you could draw a radius of any size structure. It could be a single-family home. It could be a residence. It could be an office complex. It could be a sports stadium. It could be a neighborhood. Any radius uh, when it comes down to that. And you put a geofence over that. And any person who walks in, drives in, or resides in that geofence, when they pull up their smartphone, your ad pops up everywhere. And I'm not talking just social media like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I'm talking about Google, Yahoo, Bing, uh, Men's Health, ESPN, Food Network. So you are truly in the right place at the right time because the big issue is to get your message in front of the right people. So when I talk to my realtors specifically, mm -hmm. um, they're like, hey, Greg, I want to really focus on surgeons. I want to get to be that go-to professional for every single surgeon. Well, you can't walk into Memorial Hospital and say, hey, I want a list of every first and last name, phone number, email of every surgeon in this hospital who makes X amount of dollars who's been here for five plus years. They're going to laugh you out the door. Um, and I know there's list providers. Most of them are very inaccurate. Geofence over a hospital, every single employee, patient that walks in there, your ad pops up in front of them. Now, let's take it a step further because maybe I don't want every single employee or person that walks into the hospital. I only want this age range. I only yeah. want this household income. I only want this occupation. That's where a dynamic search comes into, which we'll discuss a little bit later, but that's how accurate it gets now. And it's a game changer. I mean, you can look at it for, um, from the lending standpoint, look, if you want to capture every single agent, real estate professional, you put geofences over the top producing offices of realtors and your ad pops up in front of every single top producing agent that's in their office, that's doing a sales meeting, you name it, you have your brand awareness front and center. Now you attach a retargeting program to that and then you have them in your ecosystem, which we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah. for everybody else, um, top agent offices, you could uh, put a geofence over schools, daycare centers, gyms, country clubs, restaurants, hotels. If you have major um, you know, groups that are in your community. So like for us, we have the Housing and Building Association. So you could do HBA, you could do PPAR, you could do special events. So if you know there's going to be a big um, golf tournament, or if you know that there's going to be uh, a walk to cure cancer, and there's going to be a lot of people there, put a geofence over that location, every single person that pulls up. I mean, the, the utilization for this technology is endless. This is top one percentile for growth in real estate. Millions of dollars have been made. I've trained thousands of salespeople and real estate professionals across the United States. I'm telling you, this is a game changer uh, for sure. Awesome. Okay, so let me let me get clarification for this because I just want to make sure that I'm asking the questions that somebody's thinking. So, you know, I recently spoke at uh, Mastermind, and um, even though I was a speaker, I still had to register, and I sure. registered for it, right? And it was free and everything, but I registered, and then every single website I was on popped up, um, with a picture of Tony Robbins, you know, about Mastermind Summit 2018. Is that geofencing geo or is that something a little bit different? I just want clarification. So, uh, no, Jim, that was a perfect lead-in. So um, it's slightly different. So that's retargeting, and I, I'm going to talk about that right now. Okay. Um, geofencing, you don't have to sign up for anything. You don't have to go to a website. It's just anybody who goes on their smartphone in that location they're going to see it. Okay. How do you so do it? it? How do you put a fence around something? Well, so that's something that what I would recommend doing is contacting the top marketing firms in your location. Yeah. So that's not something that I do with my partners. I say, hey, here's the idea. Here are mm -hmm. three companies that I recommend. Um, and then I would say, let's make a phone call. Let's check out pricing. It varies on pricing for the time frame. Uh, how detailed that geofence is as far as, hey, maybe I don't want everybody in that neighborhood. I only want these types of professionals. I only want these people who lived in that neighborhood for X amount of years. Um, they make this amount of income, that sort of thing. So the tighter you make it and the more detailed, the more expensive it gets. But a few hundred dollars to thousands of dollars a month. I mean, it varies. Um, right. And it depends on the company and what they charge. So that's what I'd recommend is any top marketing firm in any of the markets that any of your listeners are listening to, they're going to know exactly what this is okay. and they'll break it down and they'll be able to customize for whatever budget you have. If they can't or if they don't, then you're talking to the wrong people. That's okay. all I got to say. 
so that that's how you set up a geofence. And you got to think about your end user. Whatever marketing piece you create, you got to think, why am I trying to do this? Why am I taking the time to create this marketing piece? Who am I trying to reach? Who's my demographic? Kind of reverse engineer that, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. not everybody's going to be online. Not everybody's going to do physical or digital. You got to know your audience. But this is a really huge blanket um, that's changing the game. Now, to, to, to make a point what you brought up earlier, which is you, you registered and then you got Tony Robbins information all over the place. So that's retargeting. And we've all done that. And, and so the example that I use is shoes. Uh, so if I go to allenedmonds.com and I'm looking at a pair of shoes and I'm like, you know, I'm going to wait for the sale. They're, ah, I just don't want to spend the money right now. I know they have a semi-annual sale. I'll just wait. I close the website out. An hour later, a month later, a week later, I pull up Men's Health, ESPN, Food Network, and that same pair of shoes is following me around the internet. Right. So that's retargeting. Now, I recommend utilizing that with ads because if I click on an ad or if I type in a keyword, I go there, then they're following them all over their internet. So if you're a realtor, if you're a lender, a builder, developer, retargeting programs are key. Now, I like two particular, I don't work for these people. I just scour all over the, you know, the United States and work with the best people that I find are relevant. So I like Reach 150. I like AdWork. Um, I think both of those companies are really good for retargeting, um, getting your message out there, and then following your clients and consumers around the Internet. Whether it's based off of a website, an ad you created, um, you're really grabbing their attention, and they're going to say, gosh, Jen is everywhere. She must be the right. best at what she does. She, she must be spending a ton of money. It's really not that much money. I, I, I look at every single one of my partners like their money is mine. And I don't want to spend it unless I have to. But there's certain things that make sense. Um, so, now so that's in, retargeting. Right. So now in this case, is this something that loan officers or, or realtors or anybody who's listening can do on their own? Because we, I know we can all boost an ad, right? We can all yes. boost something that we're doing. So is, is this in the ad boosting that we're doing that we're retargeting? Is it, is it um, you know, multiple layers in? Because I know the headline has something to do with it. And I have a yep. coach. I have a coach for this, so I don't get too involved in it, but I know enough to be very dangerous and and I can't do it myself, right? Or don't want to do it myself. Um, So if someone's listening to me, could they just boost an ad and then this retargeting will automatically happen? Or what what are some of the steps they'd have to do aside from going from a market to a marketing company, if that's possibility, you know, to do on your own? So yes, you can hire this out and yes, you can do it on your own. Um, that's, that's a good segue into dynamic ads. Uh, and, and I'll, I'll answer that question through describing the best ways to create the dynamic ad, where you're going to do it, and then adding retargeting to it for Facebook specifically, it's with what's called a pixel. So I'll get to that in a second, but, um, let's, let's address dynamic ads and what they are and what's going on because people have ran Facebook ads. Um, Facebook is the number one website in the world, uh, 2 billion users, you know, 1.5 billion active users, age range and demographic is 35 to 55. So it is getting older. Uh, the young kids are not on Facebook anymore. They're on the Snapchat, they're on Instagram. Uh, so if you're looking at the core demographic of 35 to 55, Facebook is where you need to be pound for pound, dollar for dollar. You're not going to spend better money right now to get your message across, especially with a dynamic ad. So um, I'll explain that. Essentially what it is, is Google and Facebook are monitoring every site we go to, everything we click on. No matter where you go and what time you spent, they are monitoring us and they're creating customized advertisements for every single person on the planet. So what happens is, what, for real estate, for example, when I'm looking to buy or sell a home, what happens is it's a lifestyle change. I'm not just selling my home or buying a home just for the sake of doing it. It might be for the fact that I'm getting married. I might be having a new child. I might be relocating for a job promotion. Uh, Kids might be graduating and I'm downsizing. I might be getting divorced. Somebody might have passed away. Those are usually the main signs of buying or selling real estate or getting involved in that transaction. So guess what? When we do these things, we're looking on the internet. If I'm getting married, I'm looking up wedding venues, DJs, catering companies. If I'm having a new child, I'm looking up pediatricians, hospitals, how to do up that new nursery. If I'm getting divorced, I'm looking up divorce attorneys. You you get what I'm saying, right? So Mm -hmm. they are paying attention to all these searches and every site we go to, and they're customizing those ads. That's where the dynamic ad comes in. So it's never been more accurate than it has been with marketing advertisement today. And with the fact is what happens with Facebook is back in the day, you'd create a Facebook ad where it was uh, male-female ratio, 
you had income, likes and interests, maybe zip codes or a mile radius around a, a, a certain location. Uh, now with a dynamic ad, they're paying attention to every single thing. So if you have a, a research done with, let's say, 10,000 potential people that are going to see your ad, what happens with this dynamic search is it's going to narrow those 10,000 down to maybe, you know, 500, um, you know, 1,500, 2,000, depending on how, and it's only going to go to the people who truly fit for that category. You're not wasting your time or your money on somebody who does not need your product or service. So the, the equation for me is like owning a pizzeria and there's 2000 names in a neighborhood. And instead of marketing to all 2000, you know, for a fact through analytics and data polling that 500 out of those 2000 love pizza only marketed those 500 and move on. That's the point right. with a dynamic ad. So the, the way that you can use it, you can use dynamic ads on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Google, but let's talk about Facebook because that's where we're at and that's where everybody is at. The biggest return on investment is. So there's three rules that I've learned very directly through Facebook and doing this with thousands of professionals across the United States. Three rules, and hopefully everybody writes this down uh, when it comes down to it. The first one is always use the pixel. So this goes back to your question earlier with retargeting and can we do this on our own? What is it? Okay. This is a beautiful way to use retargeting on your own. So you create a Facebook ad, you build it out, do everything that you're going to do normally, whether it's a photo, a video, a GIF repeater, um, you create the ad, the content, you put it up. There's a pixel code that's attached to every single ad for free. It doesn't cost you anything. So it literally says Facebook pixel. If you, it, all you got to do is Google Facebook pixel. Facebook has the whole thing broken down for you. It's, it's really not complicated. You copy that pixel from the ad into the header of your website. And what that does is it merges that ad and your website and creates a, a closed loop system. So if I go to your website, your ad gets thrown at me as a consumer. If I go to your ad, then your website gets thrown at me. That's retargeting for free. It doesn't cost you anything besides what the ad's going to cost. And everybody knows with Facebook specifically, the cost is very low. When I talk to a lot of the professionals that I work with, um, and there's co-branding with realtors and lenders, especially on direct mail, here's how I feel about direct mail. I don't, I don't want to offend anybody. But it's not having the impact, and this probably isn't news to everybody that's listening to this, but let's break it down dollar for dollar, a physical ad versus a digital dynamic ad on Facebook. So national average to create a, a, a campaign of a direct mail piece, $1,500 budget. It's going to get you about 3,500 direct mail pieces. So those 3,500 direct on. mail. But hold okay, on. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. You have to, sure. Because you have to have someone – create what you're going to send as well. And there's a cost there. Good, good point. So, I mean, it, it, it can evaluate higher. And then printing. Print, printing, <laughs> postage. I mean, I'm, it, the list does go on. I mean, right, I look at right. the numbers. If you, if you round it out, that's a really good point. So e yeah. even more to, to what we're talking about here with Facebook. So if you're doing a traditional campaign, $1,500 budget, 3,500, you know, postage, the whole nine, it's about 50 cents an impression. So what happens with direct mail, most people get it. Um, they go into their house, they stand over the trash can, they throw it away. Most yeah. people are doing online bill pay, so they go to their mailbox once a week. You know, that's an argument there, but here's, here's where I'm coming at digitally. That same budget of $1,500 spent on Facebook goes a lot further. Now, anybody who's done Facebook knows you don't got to spend that, but let's keep it apples to apples. $1,500 budget gives you on average 75,000 impressions. And out of those 75,000 impressions, it's two cents an impression versus 50 cents an impression. Right. The numbers don't lie. Now, when I have a lot of the older professionals that I work with, more seasoned professionals who've been doing this for 15, 20 years, they say, Greg, this has worked for me. I've done it. Okay, do both. It's a multimedia campaign. If you're still stuck on direct mail, hit that same list that you would physically, digitally, and you'll see the numbers come in. Where are you generating your business? So utilizing digital advertising and dynamic ads for the accuracy, utilizing a pixel is crucially important. So that's rule number one. Okay. Uh, rule number two is let it ride. Give it three days. A lot of people that are doing Facebook advertising, they pull it too quick. They create an ad. They think it's the best thing since sliced bread and they watch the analytics and they're not getting the clicks, the likes, the impressions. Oh, I got to change the photo. I got to change the verbiage. Let Facebook and Google analyze that list for three days because what happens is out of those 10,000, they're going to try to narrow it down for you for accuracy through dynamic search. After those three days, you really have your core group 
the buyers and the sellers for your product or service, it's going to hit them only. It's not going to be wasted on people who are not interested in your product. So three days after that, you can change whatever you want because you got it locked. Um, so that's the second rule. Rule okay, number three. Oh, oh, go ahead. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, so, so um, you know, Google and, and um, Facebook are going to do analytics of the ad, right? So how, yes. how are they doing that? Are they looking for – for target words that are in your ad. So, you know, if I, let's say, let's say I'm a lender and I don't use the word mortgage. Okay. I don't, you, you know, I do something like totally different. How do they know? How does that, I mean, how does, how are they deciphering that down? I mean, I'm sure you don't know how they do it, but you know what I mean? How are they deciphering sure. that down and really identifying core people um, just by placing an ad? I mean, you haven't clicked a button that says, Hey, do this in a dynamic way. You're just playing right. right? Correct. So, 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 so how, does yeah. that, how does that transcend, transcend into, you know, sort of this funnel effect after three days? So what happens is all the data that we're putting into Facebook, and we're using Facebook as an example, um, all the data, the usage, the time frame, and the subsites that the consumer are looking at, they're doing all this in the background. So you're creating your, your core audience at the beginning the best you possibly can. Right. Facebook and Google are doing the rest of the work. So that's how it's targeting those specific professionals through what subsites they're looking at. Again, as we discussed, the lifestyle change sites, things like that. Um, and that's how they're tailoring the right ad to the right person. If your ad is popping up in front of a bunch of real estate professionals, your, your ad's doing it wrong. And when I talk about realtors specifically or lenders, right, if your ad is going to a bunch of lenders, trying to generate more business through consumer and or through professionals like realtors, you're not doing it right. That's the problem. You're not really entering the data in properly. There's tutorials on Facebook. There's, I mean, just knowing that one segment is crucially important, but at this point, a lot of it is going in automation. They're, they're doing it a lot on their own. So hopefully I'm not going over everybody's head with this. Yeah. So, but, so I mean, this is where, you know, if, if you don't want to take the time to learn a di how to do dynamic ads um, and analyze them so that you can do your tweaks after, you know, or whatever, after two, three days. Cause I know my, my coach does that all the time. He said, you know, I changed, I changed the header on your video um, yep. because I had it up there for X amount of days, whatever. He said, I changed the ad and instead, you know, after X amount of days, you had a thousand likes, right? Or views. Yep, sure. I changed sure. The, the header. I just changed the words on the top of the, the ad and I got another 1,000 hits in a day, you know? That's great. So he's doing all that for me. So, you know, if you're listening in and you're going, okay, this is crazy. I, I get it. I know that we need to do it, but it's over my head. Then you need to have a social media expert. And what's so great about it is that you can find these people on Upwork. You can find these people locally. I mean, I'm, I'm giving you the whole dynamic of cost. And I, yeah. and I will tell you that it's okay to use Upwork because my son has a multi-million dollar business and every one of his 1099 employees are from Upwork. Everyone. Love it. Yeah. So okay. don't think it has to be too expensive, at least in this arena. I'd say for the marketing and the retargeting and the geofencing, yeah. Go to the professionals. Uh -huh. Okay, what's rule number three? Sure. On, so, on yeah, rule, rule number three, and last but not least, is 8,000 impressions. So, you know, clicks, views, they're going to base the whole thing down on Facebook analytics. You know, I don't like to utilize solely one way to analyze. Now, if you're hiring somebody to do this, it's different. That's their job. That's what you're paying. You can do this on your own. You don't have to be a complete genius or whiz. Um, again, I don't know everything I don't pretend to. I, yes, I've been doing this for years and years with thousands of professionals, but a lot of it is just self-learning. It's constantly changing and growing. But one of the sites that I recommend for analytics, specifically on a Facebook ad, which is absolutely free, is a site called grademyads.com. So grademyads is essentially a disinterested third party. You uh, copy and paste the code from your ad to grademyads.com, and it'll analyze all of your data. So you'll get Facebook's data plus a third party's data and you can justify whether your ad is working or not. Um, I don't care if you're spending $5 or $5,000. I want to know if that ad is working or not. Now, I will throw this disclaimer out because this is straight through Facebook's mouth. They said these ads have never been more accurate. They will get to the right people at the right time who have that actionable portion. If your ad is not successful, it is mainly and solely based off of your content. If your content is not interesting, thought-provoking, informative, it doesn't matter who you're getting in front of. They're not going to click on it. They're not going to pay attention to it. 
So I always encourage everybody to have mastermind groups, to get together with people who know more than you, maybe that know the, the, the consumer a little bit differently, get perspective. Think about if I'm trying to generate more listings, if I'm trying to generate more buyers, uh, reviews on my Facebook page, Zillow account, whatever the case may be, figure out what you're trying to accomplish and then put yourself in that consumer shoes. What would you click on? What would you pay attention to? That's the most important thing. So create think tanks, mastermind groups. If it's in your office, if it's with other peers that are across the United States, do what you need to do. Um, I, I think that that's crucially important with all the ads that we're talking about here um, and just marketing and advertisement in general. Right. The idea okay. is everything. So what, why 8,000 impressions? What is, what is, why is that a rule? You, you want that's, to get 8,000 impressions or the, the rule is only, you know, focus at getting 8,000 impressions? So you want, that's their, their general rule that says if you have 8,000 impressions or more, it's a pretty successful campaign. I get it. If it's okay. not, if it's, if it's not, then, you know, maybe you want to rework something. Maybe you weren't doing it in, in, a, in a proper order. Um, right. I always look at it for, okay, if you're doing a traditional ad inside Facebook, there's the number one ad going on right now. And remember, markets change, consumers change. So, you know, this is in 2018, in August. So just everybody right. bear in mind, that's what we're talking about now. Um, the number one ad to create is a carousel ad. So it doesn't cost you any more money to do a single video, single photo, or a GIF repeater as it is to a carousel ad. Now, a carousel ad is, we've all seen them scrolling down Facebook's feed. They're as small as two tabs and as, as large as 10. And I, I apologize because I know this, this is a podcast, and usually when I explain this, I have visuals. Um, but it's essentially an ad that you swipe left, and you have multiple tiles up to 10, and it's showcasing a product and a service. Well, Facebook is tracking that particular uh, setup on Facebook ads, 387% increase in engagement over wow. any ad that's currently running right now on Facebook. Now, that's right now, August of 2018, um, right. but you want to take your piece of the pie. It doesn't, it doesn't cost you any more money. It's more engaging. It's more dynamic. And again, think about what you're trying to do. What's the end result? And then showcase that. If it's, hey, here's a, I'm trying to generate more listings. Here it is. If I'm trying to generate more real estate professional partners, here it is. I'm trying to showcase what I do as a professional and how I separate myself from everybody else, my competitors as a lender. Here's, you know, five tiles that will do that. There's calls to action on each one. There's photos, videos, GIF repeaters. Um, you can have retargeting on each one of those tiles. So that's something that I would recommend looking into um, when you're talking about dynamic ads and in Facebook specifically. Now, the same stuff we talked about, like I said, goes on Facebook, goes on Instagram, goes on YouTube, goes on Google. Instagram is 18 to 32 years of age. Um, it is the millennial generation. So as of 2017, the National Association of Realtors, it was 33 to 36% of the buyers were millennials. Yeah. So it's a group that should not be ignored. It's only going to get bigger. Um, I, I want to state that core demographics, 35 to 55, are mainly on Facebook and LinkedIn. But Instagram is something that you can get your brand in there now. You can become a household name when the majority of them are ready to buy or sell or to refinance or do whatever. You're in front of that generation. So don't ignore Instagram. The same ad you create on Facebook, you can hit on Instagram. Um, yeah. So that's Anything something else, that I want to address. Same everything. Yeah, same everything. Yep. Okay. What is the cost on Instagram? Does, I, I didn't realize that, in, that I could boost an ad on Instagram. It's, 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 the, it's the same thing. It, okay. It's very similar okay. in pricing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They, don't, they don't try. Facebook owns Instagram. Um, yeah. So they, that's why their platform works so well together. But I would recommend doing that. And, hey, you know what? You might tweak your ad on Instagram a little bit because it is a younger generation. Um, but you want to play that out, see what's going on, what can appeal to the masses. But then yeah. some people are very targeted. Um, and the ad is different per platform. But I want to state that's important. Now, a lot of people that I talk to, they're like, Greg, gosh, I got to hire somebody to do this. Or when am I going to find time? Or how do I even create this stuff? I have three sites that I recommend specifically to build an ad because that's a big problem is people say, Hey, I love the idea of it. How do I actually execute if you're going right. to do this on your own? So the three sites that I recommend that you can build any ad that we're talking about, whether it's a carousel ad, whether it's a GIF repeater, a 2d, 3d video, whatever you're doing. Um, the three sites are Snappa, Canva and animation.com. Any one of those sites will do it. Um, they're free to use. Uh, and then tells you exactly, okay, I want to create a LinkedIn ad. I want to create a Facebook ad. I want to create a, uh, a Google ad. They have all the formats. 
it's easy to use, and then you, you just go for it. So, okay, so can, um, you repeat, can you repeat that again? Cause I, I know Canva, I know animation, but what was the first one? Uh, uh, Snappa. Snappa is the, yep. Snappa.com, yep. okay. Sounds so good. Th- those would be the ones I recommend. They're really, you know, user-friendly, but they all do similar things, but just kind of try them out. Create an ad on one, create an ad on another, uh, see what's going on. So that would be dynamic ads specifically, and that tails really into the next category um, and kind of the, the final topic here that I, I don't want to draw too much information on everybody. I'm sure that hopefully everybody's writing feverishly down. But uh, so the last one, and I think most important to me happens to be video. And Jen, I know that you do video and you had great success with it. Um, I know that you're one of those top tier professionals who gets it, uh, but not everybody does. And it's sad. Uh, when it comes down to it. Now, I want to throw this disclaimer out right off the bat. Um, I've spent a lot of time with this individual. Uh, he's known as Gary B or Gary Vanderchuk. He's an awesome marketing guy. Uh, he's, he can be a little harsh uh, with his delivery, but he's all about marketing and advertisement, uh, really growing and developing business. So, but what he would always say is, look, when it comes to video, you need to get over it. That's what you look like. That's what you sound like. That's what your clients see in here. Just do it. You need to be doing video. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. I hate the sound of my voice. I'm not a fan of the way that I look on video. It is what it is. Um, I have my own show, which we'll talk about here in a second, but it's crucially important to generate attention. This is all about grabbing attention from a noisy world of business and products and service. And then also, what do you do with that attention once you get it? And the number one way to have that emotional connection, besides being face-to-face, is video, right? Sight, sounds, I can look you in the eye. That's crucially important. And there's so many different utilizations. I can talk for over an hour of all the different ways I recommend using video. But let's just talk about Facebook Live. Right. And before you do that, I want to I want to also just say something, too, is that, you know, if you're listening in, you're saying, OK, well, all the rest of it, the geofencing that, you know, the, the dynamic ads, etc. everything is a little over my head and I don't want to do it and not interested at minimum start doing videos, you know, minimum. It's funny. It. I don't know. I don't know if you you thought or not, but um, I was talking to uh, a colleague of mine because I have some. One, I have 178 videos that I'm going to be doing here shortly. Uh, it's huge. It's huge, and um, and it's almost so large that I've that I've procrastinated. Right? I'm like, gosh, just so much. But um, <laughs> you know, and I was and I was playing with you know silly things like, and, and I want to share this because I think it's important. I was playing with things like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have my hair straight and I'm going to wear one outfit and then I'm going to go curl my hair. And then I'm going to wear a different outfit. And then I'm going to put my hair up. And I'm going to wear a different outfit. And that's how I'm going to get through some videos day one. And then the next day, I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm going to wear different things, right? And I was playing Love around it. with all this stuff. And, of course, my coach was saying, oh, my gosh, just get over it, right? Same thing. And I was talking to a, a power partner of mine um, who I've interviewed on this, this uh, podcast as well, Tony Iannarelli. He's an insurance agent. And, you know, he said okay. to me, he goes, Jen, when we get off the phone, I want you to do a video about procrastinating about doing videos. And I said, okay, wow. then I'm going to. So I hung up the phone. I didn't like what I was wearing. I was in my car. I didn't like my hair. I mean, I definitely didn't want to do it in the car. It was the whole thing. And I said, okay, so here's a video on the procrastination of doing videos, right? Wow, and, that's great. Um, and I had over 1,500 views, you know, and I didn't boost it. Sure, sure. <laughs> boost it. So I want to share that with everybody because, I mean, all you have to do is do a video about the fact that you're afraid to do videos and you'll get, you know, you'll get a whole bunch of people watching you too. Cause it was, a, it was really good. The feedback was, you know, you got this girl and you know, way to go, Jen, way to, way to burst that bubble. And, you know, so I want to really throw that in here is, you know, just get over it and do them, you know, just I, I, I love that. And, yeah. and, and think about what, think about what you just said there. You created a video you weren't ready for it. You just did it. And you, you got, you know, over a thousand views. I mean, that's exposure. That's exposure that you didn't pay for, that eyes and ears got on your brand, on your message. You never know what impact you're going to make. And that's what's so powerful about using video. It doesn't have to be the most compelling content. It doesn't have to be the, the, the highest level of production, right? But you can still have an impact on your markets and your community 
Um, ultimately, getting your foot in the door with an office, with a producer, with a client. Um, you're at the grocery store. Somebody recognizes your face because they saw your video. Right. Um, that's crucial. You can't pay for that type of advertising. I mean, that's just as organic. And with a good mix, I think it matters. So let's talk about uh, Facebook Live and, and kind of the hierarchy with that because I, we've kind of harping on Facebook here, but it's just too big to ignore. Um, it, it's not going to be the number one forever. You want to take your piece of the pie and move on. So how Facebook's hierarchy works with video, there's really three steps. The first step is Facebook Live. Um, they're going to help and boost what, what happened when they adjust the internal algorithm um, with how they're putting placement for search engine optimization inside Facebook. Facebook Live is number one. It shows up at the top of the search. Right. Um, so you're going to get more eyes and ears on your message with a Facebook Live video. Now, granted, it's scary going live. You can't edit it. It is what it is. Sometimes people are choppy and they move around too much, but the point is that's going to give you the most eyes and ears on your message. Second most uh, popular when it comes down to Facebook's hierarchy uh, for more eyes and ears is raw footage. So you're using a DSLR camera or you're using your cell phone um, and you take that raw footage and you upload that into Facebook. Uh, that's going to be the second tier for overall views. Third and final is YouTube. Now, I just want to let everybody know Facebook hates YouTube. I can say it. It's the truth. Uh, they're, they're competitors, right? They're, they're different yeah. platforms. Um, it's just the way that it is. So if you have a YouTube channel and you're uploading your video from YouTube to Facebook, you're not going to get as many eyes and ears on that message in Facebook's platform. Um, so what I'd recommend doing is if you look at it, Facebook, on average, let's say it's the same video. Your Facebook Live will get 2,000 views. Uh, your raw footage might get five to 600 and your YouTube video might get 40 to 50. I mean, that's really where it breaks down. So know your audience and know what you're doing. Granted, if you're not comfortable with live, do raw footage. The last thing you want to do is upload YouTube footage into Facebook. Um, if you have a channel on YouTube, do it there, do multiple videos, have two cameras set up. One's live streaming to Facebook, one's live streaming to YouTube or pre-recording. I know people that do that. Uh, that's a little overkill, but um, that's kind of the hierarchy of what you would do with the Facebook okay. Live and how it's really engaging. Yeah, and so I have a question about that because there's a title company locally that I, um, she does a Facebook Live thing every week, and okay. um, she does it every week, so there's one thing. It's consistent, right? And so yes. I've been on her show a couple times, and one time we talked about divorce lending, and the other time we talked about... Um, something else, maybe credit. I can't remember what it was, something. But her target audience okay. is, you know, I think realtors. But one of the things that she does, and I don't know how she does it, and I don't even know if it's better or worse, so I'm asking the question is scheduling. Sure. She schedules Facebook Live. So somehow she posts out there, hey, everybody, join me today at, six, at whatever time, you know, at 10 o'clock, I'm going to be Facebook Live with Jen Duplessis, blah, 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 blah. Um, do you recommend that you do a post that says you're going to be live soon or do you just that, recommend that, go live? Because sometimes when I go live, there's like four people. Sometimes when I schedule, there's more people because they know that I'm heading that way. And so that, that's a great question to ask. Now, if you're doing a one-off video where you're going live and you happen to be like doing a, a tour of a custom home with one of your builder partners, hey, we're going live, we're going to tour this custom home, $1.2 million house, um, you know, it's going to be live on Friday afternoon at 2.30. That I'd recommend pre-posting. Now, this yeah. is just my opinion. If you yeah. have a consistent show, if you know that you're going live every Tuesday and Friday, which is what I do with my show, live on Facebook every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, um, it's consistent. You don't have to do that ahead of time because what you're going to do is muddy up the waters with the feed. Um, you don't want to overdo it right? So, but you want to be as consistent as possible. So that's the answer. If it's a one-off video, pre-launch something, hey, we're going live at Friday at 2.30. If it's a consistent show that you're going to stick with once a week, twice a week, once a month, you don't need to worry about it because um, you'll actually muddy up the search. So that, that's my right. recommendation. That's, so that's how I do it. She I, does. I mean, that's probably, I, I'm saying that I just think that's what she does. I have no idea what she does. So, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's um, that's kind of interesting because I was at a, um, a special thing the other night. It was very elite group of people that were there that were learning, you know, about wine glasses and stuff like that and really cool stuff. And I and cool. I I went I went to do a video and I was like, okay, do I do a live video or do I do a video video? Right? Like, hey, I'm here and 
you know, this is great. If you get the chance, come on over here. It, it was fantastic. I learned so much about rose, rose-colored glasses, literally, um, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, you know. But I didn't do it live. I did a video. And then when I watched okay. the video later, I didn't like the video. So I didn't post the video. <laughs> you, need, you just need to know. <laughs> sure. I didn't post it. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I got, I got, you know, afraid again. Um, so what would have been the best way to, what would have been the best way to post that particular type of video to get the best response? So it still would be the general hierarchy of Facebook okay. Live, Raw, yeah. and YouTube. However, however, I will state this. If you can have overkill, if, if Jen is going live every two seconds and everybody is getting burned out from that, it's too much. Yeah. So you can, you can mix it up, right? Because the followers of my show, they all get notified when I'm going live or when it is. So they'll know when I'm going live. I don't need to pre-post it. But if I was going live every two seconds with my general life, um, my business life, people would get turned off. It's too much, right? Mm-hmm. So it's okay to do raw footage. It really is. It just yeah. take the video later on next week or later on the evening, just post it up. You might not get as many views, but you're still going to get views. That's yeah. the point. It, it's, a, okay. it's a mix. So is there a so, better time of the day or week or each day that people are online more than others to get the maximum just, just by pure commodity, you know, by people? That, that is a great point. And every market's different. Um, every town and or city is different with overall traffic for search engine optimization and the utilization of social media. Um, I found that through different services and providers, for my sphere particularly, it's Tuesday afternoons and Friday afternoons, but I'm posting throughout the entire week. It's not, I don't just rely on video. It's a, it's a married or mix of data. So some are videos, some are still shots, some are memes. Gotcha. Um, so, there, so there is no overall, here's the general, Monday through Wednesday, 2 to 5 p.m., highest traffic times. You have to look at your market. You have to look at your professional uh, or your end user and find that data out. There's right. list providers that you can Google them and they will give you free data yeah. um, in your town, in your city. Right. So, th- so there's no designated time, but just learn your audience. I think, and the the key, best- I think the key is just doing it. You know, I mean, you, uh, here's yeah. the thing, you know, I'm, I'm in a couple of masterminds. I'm on, you know, a Friday call with Dave Savage and, you know, and productivity for mortgage coach and, um, I have to tell you, you know, the bottom line is if you don't start dipping your feet in, and I'm, I'm not talking about little toe things, right? If right. you don't start dipping your feet in and jumping into this, by 2020, you're going to be, um, oh gosh, what's the word? Obsolete. Correct. You're going to be obsolete. You've got to start doing it now. Period. End story. I mean, you just have to. It was so I agree. I was at a, um, I was at a uh, session yesterday with uh, Jabron Nicholas, who's a dear friend of mine from CMPS. And, and ironically, my daughter was speaking. She's with MGIC. And she was speaking about social media and whatnot. And there were 52 mm. people in the room. Um, I was there just to watch her. Because um, I've seen Love Jabron, that. right? And yeah. um, there were 52 people in the, in the audience, all loan officers, all age groups, right? And she said, how many of you have a Facebook page? Less then, and I'm not talking about a Facebook page. I'm talking about a business page, right? Right. Less right. than half of less than half, like maybe even I would say a fifth of the room has a business page. The rest of them mm. all have their personal pages out there. And wow. I was floored. I was floored by That's it. Shocking. It, it is. It's very, very shocking. Um, it's it's concern. Well, it concerns me because see the thing about the internet, it's not a splash in the pan and it's gonna be gone tomorrow. This is here to stay, and we've got right. to we've got to start, um, pro, you know, provide or not providing, but learning about this too. You know, it's just as much as we learn about our guidelines and we learn about you know trid and and everything else. We have got to get it, dedicate the time to our professional development in this just as much, just as much. But I'm talking about the analytics of it, not that the superficial, you know, as a realtor, you need to post your listing because honestly, you posting your listing is boring to me. So do something different, right? (laughs) Yeah. And and that's that's their, their thought about social media. Hey, I just post my listing and then I just post pictures of me at closing. You have to do both, but you can't just post your listing because it's a, it's a take move. Give, give, it's a, 
it's a gimme, gimme, gimme move, not what can I give you, what can I give you, what can I give you. And that's one of the things that people are looking for is things that entertain them, things that help them grow. Um, they're not looking for someone. I, and when this is one of the worst things I hate when I get a LinkedIn thing. Uh, you know, I connect with somebody on LinkedIn, and then, and then the immediate email is, this is what I do and provide and, and this, and you should buy this from me. I don't want to know any of that. And really, I'm nope. t now at the point where when I get those, I unfriend them immediately because all they're trying to do is get me to buy something instead of me perhaps saying to them, hey, thanks for connecting with me. Tell me what you specialize in and how can I help your business grow? Right. I want that. That's what yep. I want. I don't want all about you, you, you. Well, and, and I think you make a really good point. And Jen, obviously you're a top producer in your field and, and you have lots of background into to what you do and, and great success. That's the mentality of a top producer. Uh, they want to have the ideas. They want to synergize and energize with like-minded individuals and grow. It's not, it's not about, you know, what can I do for you sort of scenario. I, I think that's where I run into uh, the issues with a lot of different professionals is they just don't quite understand it's, ill education, lack of understanding. This is a must. I mean, this, like you said, this isn't going anywhere. This right. is continually being more and more a part of what we do, but it's people. I mean, and when you break down social media, it's social. It's getting to know, like, and trust people. That's who we work with. And at the end of the day, if you're just cramming your, your business down someone's throat, they're going to be turned off. They're going to block, defriend, and leave you digitally. The same thing happens physically, right? So, bring value, help other people, give, be a resource of knowledge. I mean, pack professionals in a room. If you learn some of this stuff, be that go-to professional who has a great product or service, works for a great company, can provide amazing customer service, but then goes above and beyond. What are you doing in your market above and beyond to help your partners grow? Truly partner. And I use technology for that, but there's lots of different ways you can do that. Um, right. You know, right. So I, I think that's a great point. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's, you know, and the only reason, well, not the only reason, but one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on is, you know, one, one all of you listening, you want to go find, is it Greg or Gregory on Instagram? Is it Gregory? It's, it's Greg. I, I'm a Gregory, but I go by Greg. Gregory's a little Yeah, I, was, I couldn't know, remember so. if it was which one, but yeah, so it's Greg Fowler, yeah. F-O-W-L-E-R, and you want to go and find him and start following him and, you know, emulate what he's doing. You know, if he's, if he's walking into a restaurant and going, hey, I'm at this restaurant, I want to go, maybe there's a restaurant you like that you could do that, you know, in your area. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, sure. that's what we do on Facebook, right? If you find something, if you're, if you're stopped in your tracks and you are hooked on something, then duplicate it. But, you yep. know, put your own spin on it, right? Put your own, put your own spin on, on what happens. Here's the other thing that's really good, and this is what my coach told me. Every single conference I go to, every single one, I walk out and say, hi, you know, Facebook Live. Hey, I'm here at this conference. I just wanted to let you know. I, I just walked away from this one session, and it was so-and-so. And give kudos to them. Tag them. And you're going to get all their followers, too. And say, you know, he, he made up a, or brought up a really, really good point, and I just wanted to share it with you right now. I mean, gosh, it was a 45-minute session, but, man, you know, the one thing that stood out to me was this. And so let me tell you what it is and yada, 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 and I hope it's been helpful for your practice. And, you know, catch you next time when I'm at another conference. See ya. You know, that type of stuff gives you the content you need. And I've done a uh, podcast on the day, and you and I talked about this too, about the daily digital deep dive, you know, that we are yeah. asked questions every single day. and. That's an opportunity to do a video, to do a live video, to do a recorded video, to tweak it and talk a little differently at a different angle through Instagram, um, you know, so it's not all the same, to write a blog, to record it and transcribe it and write a blog so you don't have to write it. Um, sure. <laughs> right? There's all Save kinds of time. Take content that's in your hands right now and push it out there. It's, it's what people need. If you get a question... It's, I trust, trust me, it's not the only person who has that question. So push it out there and be the one who, you know, who's the hero or heroine, you know. I, I love that. And, and just the kind of precursor to going on stage and creating a, a quick video. Um, when I was in Orange County, I did a quick video. It was 30 seconds. And I was on Laguna Beach. And I'm just in a T-shirt and shorts. I'm walking on the beach. I just announced that I'm going to be giving a speech. I'm very humbled and blessed. Um, just under 900 views. 
139 reactions and 46 comments for a 30 second video. Yeah. And, and, and it wasn't anything crazy. I have my phone in front of me. I was selfie style, right? No crazy right. equipment. Just, just doing that, I think makes an impact, but think about what, you know, what interests you. It doesn't have to be strictly business, right? Likes and interests. That's what people gravitate towards. Um, you know, if you like to hike or fish or ski, if you're a big foodie, if you love coffee, it doesn't have to just be about business because guess what? People connect with other people. If it's children, if it's animals, if it's travel, think about mixing it up, right? I have an 80-20 rule, which I go by, um, you know, 80% interesting, thought-provoking, informative information and 20% self-promotion because yeah. they're more likely to listen. If you're just cramming business, 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 they're going to defriend you, block you the whole nine. But if you give them who you are as a person, connections, that sort of thing, like-minded, they get to know, like, and trust you, you have a shot at their business now. Right. Well, right? At least they're more, like, more likely to listen. That's the book, Jab, 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 Punch, right? It's give, oh, there give, you go. give, there you go. ask. Give, 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 yep. ask. You know, I have to tell you, I, I wanted to share this, and I, I may have shared this once before, too, but um, when I got my book, um, you know, we, we came home, we, we are on the boat on the weekends and stuff like that. We came home from the week from the boat. I, the boat. I had some dress on, but my hair was just a mess. I'd been on the. You know how it is. You know, been on the boat all yeah. day. I feel terrible. I look terrible. And uh. my husband said, "Oh my gosh, your books are here. Let's open them up, and I'm going to videotape it." And I was like, "Okay." I didn't think to add it. That wasn't the intent. The intent was just right. to capture that moment for us, right? And to do the video. And so he did the video, and he goes, "Would you, you know, what do you have there?" And I go, "Oh, the books." And so I start opening it up, and you know, woohoo, fun, fun, and, and I started looking at it, and I flipped it over, and all of a sudden, the emotion hit me, and I started to tear up, and he wow. cut off the video. He cut oh, the video no. Wow. But here's what's so funny. We posted it. It had over 8,000, I think it was 8,500 um, views. Oh, that's huge. Um, and it, huge. it was huge, absolutely huge, and I looked my worst. I, I mean, what, that's not what I wanted to do for my book. When the right, book came right. out, I wanted to look like the picture on my book, right? I wanted to make sure I looked great. And, right. <laughs> you know, because people are going to go, wait a minute, that, are that you on the book? Because that's no, awesome, come, right? on, come and on. And here I got, you know, the most, the most, uh, you know, that I ever had. And it was, it was fantastic. And I, you know, so I, I say that only because you're talking about being on the beach and stuff. Um, it's proof, you know, it's proof that yeah. you don't have to have it be perfect. And I know that we try and, and there's going to be plenty that I do try, but, um, you know, hopefully what everybody's learned from this is, you know, get out there and start doing it. If you want to start going to the more analytical and more sophisticated approach to this, then, you know, learn, learn about it. So, sure. so if someone wants to learn more, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, so, I mean, anybody can call me, text me, um, you know, my cell phone number is listed on every single site that I have, but the, the best way to go about it is to connect with me on Facebook. Um, you can just type in Greg Fowler. Um, I'm based out of Colorado and Colorado Springs. Um, so you can do it that way. You can also connect with me on Instagram, which is at Greg Fowler Co. So just G-R-E-G-F-O-W-L-E-R-C-O. Um, and you'll be able to find me in all my medias. My usernames are the same across all platforms. Um, so that's, that's really, if you have any questions, call me, text me, email me. Um, maybe in the future we do a live Q and a with technology, Jen, I think that'd be awesome for your viewers. Um, yeah. if they have some serious questions about, Hey, I want to learn about this, this, and this, let's just go live, um, you know, on a phone call or some kind of podcast chat or something. I think that'd be really yeah. cool. So that would be, um, so, yeah, be so if you're listening and you want more of this, you need to email me and let me know. You need to text me, okay. you need to, you know, tag me online or something. You need to let me know that you want more of this. And then what we'll do is we'll, I'll announce it on one of the podcasts as to when we're having a live, um, you know, one coming up soon. And I think that's good. And then also okay. you're speaking all over the country. So if someone's listening yes. and you've got a company that you think, hey, I want him to come in and teach loan officers and realtors at the same time that you guys can have a big event together and everybody learns together. How would they, same thing, just get in touch with you and you're, you're definitely open for that opportunity as well. Absolutely. I love speaking engagements. I love interacting. It doesn't matter if it's a smaller or a monster audience. I just enjoy, uh, you know, dropping knowledge in everybody and seeing success. So, um, yeah, any opportunity, I'm always open for that uh, for Great. sure. So, Great. Jen, okay. I did, I did, I did want to mention to you real quick, though, too, and we didn't kind of get into it, but I, I know that your, your uh, subscribers and your viewers are really uh, going to enjoy uh, the content that I'm doing because what, 
what you and I are doing are very similar, and I love that because it's bringing value. It's interviewing top producers and professionals in our field and gathering insight. So could we talk about Real Estate Titans for a second before we wrap up? Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that. so the show uh, very specifically is on Facebook Live, but it's pushed out to, you know, every platform online from YouTube to LinkedIn to Instagram, uh, also Twitter and Google+. Plus. Um, the show that I host is called Real Estate Titans. And essentially, it's every Tuesday and Friday afternoon. Uh, it's a different real estate titan in a different location. So I don't have a this direct studio that's just in the same place. So it's different perspective, young and old, male and female, seasoned, brand new, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial. Uh, and it's essentially gathering insight, inspiration, what really drives and motivates these top producers in our field above and beyond everybody else in what I like to consider a real estate titan. So um, the shows vary from anywhere from 16 minutes all the way up to over an hour. On average, it's about 30 minutes per show. But, um, you know, that's just really wonderful information from so many different people and walks of life. Um, you know, so that if you want to you follow the show, you can just go on Facebook. And if you type in Real Estate Titans Live, um, you'll see my mug, Walking with a Lion. Um, and that's kind of the, uh, the, the host page of the show. And, um, yeah, we go live every uh, Tuesday and Friday afternoons. And, that's awesome. And I'm very passionate about that. So Yeah, cool you, and I, you and I talked about this, too, because, um, because I have something similar called Getting Real with Realtors. And, okay, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, Getting Real with Realtors with Jen DePlessis. And I'm just sort of getting real with the realtors, you know, talking to them about their business and who they serve and what they love to do and, you know, so so this is something that all of you can do, you know, but this is one thing that, that Greg's done and follow him, you know, follow him and see. I, I agree with that. And I think that anybody who's listening, if, they, if they're watching uh, your show or my show, you can do this in your market. You can be that go-to professional who's rubbing elbows with the top producers in your marketplace, asking them questions about where they're from you know, what motivates them, what's their why, what books they read, podcasts they listen to, gathering data in your market, I'm telling you the impact is huge. You, you, you won't be able to walk anywhere in your town without somebody recognizing you. Um, so just think about that. If you, if you feel like your personality is right for video and you have a lot of connections, but you haven't really capitalized that, start your own show. Um, you know, yeah. look at Jen's show, look at my show. Um, there's plenty of them out there, but I'm telling you the people that are doing this, uh, this was blowing up in California. They they absolutely loved this idea. Um, it's yeah. it's literally capitalizing on both people's fears, uh, different consumer bases. I mean, your exposure is through the roof with a setup like that. So I just wanted to mention it uh, yeah. for sure. And anybody who wants to awesome. jump on and, and give me a like and a share, I'd appreciate it on that for sure. That sounds good. Okay, so so give us a quote. What's one of your favorite quotes? Oh, gosh. You know, so I'm a quote junkie. Uh, so I do at least, at least three memes, um, a week or more that I create. I find photos and quotes that I like, and then I put them up on my Instagram and Facebook, but one that I've lived by for a long, long time. And one of my absolute favorites is an Aristotle quote. So it's, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellent. Then it's not an act, but a habit. So I think that when it comes down to it, it's just being consistent, right? right. Making excellence a habit you know, working hard, doing right by people, um, all the rest of it comes back. I've never been the guy to chase the dollar. I, I work really hard. I know my product and service and I do right by people. The money's been there in my life. And, and so I think that just continually doing that is wonderful. So that's, that's a quote that I live by for sure. Yeah, no, I think that's awesome. Well, Greg, it's been fantastic having you on the show. And, I, you know, I hope to bring you back on again, and maybe we'll do it in a different way at some point in time. I'd love to. Um, as things progress, I'd love to be able to tap back into your, um, into your expertise and say, okay, so well, now what's new? Because, you know, things really, really do change. You know, I was in the process of um, creating a banner ad, and then I found out that I, I need to do one, but not the way I was doing it. Now I need to change it again. And I, that was in a month, in a month. I'm like, oh, I'll get a banner wow. ad done. And then all of a sudden, my coach just said to me, no, wait a minute, hold on, we're changing up how we're doing that because we're finding that it's not this, that, and the other. I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, that's how fast it changes. It's just amazing. Absolutely. So thankfully, I hadn't spent all the money, you know, to do what I was doing, but it's getting there. Sure. So, 
you know, sure. but, um, well, listen again, thank you so much for everything. We sure appreciate it. Um, and we will, uh, hopefully people re reach out to you and you'll have some great speaking engagements and be able to continue to share with everyone. And if those are the, those of you that are listening, thank you so much for, for listening in on this. And again, if you were listening to it and it got a little technical, that's okay. Listen to it again, take copious notes, decide whether or not you want to, um, hire the people to help you uh, get the market share that you want to do. But at minimum, start doing videos. Please start doing videos so that you don't get left behind. And um, again, I want to say thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Um, I really, really appreciate it. And I'm humbled by all of the comments that I get from everyone and really, really appreciate it. So we'll catch you next time on Mortgage Lending Mastery. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Looking to streamline and launch your practice by accessing Jen's tools, courses, classes, presentations, and resources? Visit jenduplessis.com to learn about the features and benefits thousands of other professionals have experienced by enrolling in Jen's lifetime membership program. Isn't it about time you consider a coach to take your business to new heights? Contact Jen to start your application process today. Thanks again, and be sure to tune in next week.